Welcome to the Heggie Perspective, a podcast about modern topics through the perspective of Osmond Heggie. Hi, Osmond. Thanks for joining us today. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, we brought you here as so we want to talk uh, about education today. As you know, a lot of parents are struggling right now with schools being closed. One of the past startups you founded was in the education field, um, and you personally are passionate about homeschooling, and so we wanted to see if we could get your thoughts. Yeah, thanks for having me. The journey with, with my passion in education started with 25 years ago when we moved to Canada with me helping my, my mom and my two siblings with their homework in English, math, and other subjects. And I was blessed to be uh, in a classroom with a very talented teacher, Ms. Mary Card, who was able to identify that skill that I had. And she helped me form uh, a math club during our lunchtime in school. And that developed very quickly when the administrators of the school heard about the program. And we, uh, we started doing things after school. That got me very interested. And I felt that this problem of tutoring and help, uh, we need to get into the, to the root of it and see what else can be done to resolve the problem. And so I started a journey of research and touching base with different experts in the field of education. While in my journey, I was lucky to find uh, a group of parents who were uh, homeschooling their kids. And that was the first time I learned about homeschooling. So that's where my passion for education and specifically for homeschooling started. Excellent. I mean, what would you see the benefits of homeschooling are? Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, benefits for homeschooling, and I think the most important one being flexibility, being able to start your classes at any time, being able to choose what your child is going to learn on any particular day or month, and could create your own calendar. This flexibility allows the children to flourish. It plays an important role in their growth and for them to realize their full potential and to become true students of knowledge that can apply the skills of attaining knowledge from one subject to another in whatever they do in their life. Another important benefit of, of homeschooling is the ability uh, of parents to select the teachers and educators of their children and be part of a bigger group, usually uh, in any city, that would uh, help them build an education plan for, for their children. And I think the last one is premium time with your kids. It's really valuable time you, you get to, to know how they learn. You get to help them discover all of their skills and enroll them in different creative and competitive programs. Excellent. Um, and you mentioned selecting teachers for your kids. Pardon my confusion. I thought the in homeschooling, the parents were the teachers. Yeah, this is the first lesson I learned by the group of uh, parents that I met. Homeschooling does not equal the parent teaching. I mean, by all means, if you can, of course, go ahead, teach what you know best without creating any frustration. Because sometimes it's difficult for parents to play both roles and wear both hats of uh, a parent and a teacher. As part of the group, you, you have access to, to a lot of resources. It's a very supporting group. So you have a lot of people that have gone through what you're going through. So they'll give you all the different material and where to get them and how to pretty much become a very effective administrator of the homeschooling program. So what you are is you're, you're an administrator, you're a manager of the program, but you are not to teach. You will get reviews of those different teachers who really know how to deal with homeschooling kids and help them grow exponentially. Okay, um, and so as a homeschooler, would you then have to pay for the teachers individually, or is it group cost, etc.? 
Yeah, this is a very good question. With homeschooling, what's really exciting is that you get discounts across the board with all of the different programs and even in buying some gadgets and, and technology equipment. If you're part of a homeschooling group, you usually get different discounts and they're substantial. And that applies to hiring teachers or uh, swimming classes or uh, music or piano classes or field trips that uh, these groups organize together. Uh, so it's really exciting to be part of the group. They are very knowledgeable, they're experienced, and they're very supportive. Awesome. So for a homeschooling parent, what would the average cost they could expect to be per month? It's really difficult to say because it really depends on what level is your kid in and what, how many programs you want to enroll in, and that's also the beauty of it. So if in a, in a particular semester you feel really the need or the and you feel your child is ready for classes and you select certain classes that need for you to spend some money on them, then you would spend the, the budgeted amount. There are times where you spend nothing except for certain books and worksheets. So it really, really varies. I know there are parents that spend between 50 to $100 a month, and I know parents that spend up to $800 a month. So it depends which stage your, your kids is in. Excellent. Uh, what impact do you think COVID has had on homeschooling? I mean, COVID has an impact on all of our lives and it's changing the world. It's like a, a reset button. I feel like homeschooling was, was well prepared for something like this to happen. I, I would say it was, it was affected, but a very small effect because there are these weekly meetings, field trips, experiments that they do outside, and all of these do not exist anymore. However, all of the kids and, and the parents are uh, fully equipped with the technology needed to hold these meetings online, to be supportive for one another, to share resources. A lot of the classes already take place via these uh, programs, Zoom, Skype, Hangouts. So I think the impact was very small, especially if you compare it with kids that go to regular school or brick and mortar schools. Interesting. I mean, one of the things you're talking about here, it sounds like the group hangs out a lot together. Because one of the most common concerns I've heard about homeschooling is the socialization aspect that the kids are missing. How does homeschooling kind of make that up? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. As you said, it's, it's through these uh, groups and these meets and field trips and experiments that take place and all the sports events that they attend. I have never met a homeschooling child who was socially challenged or facing problems or feeling lonely. The groups are very supportive. The kids are very supportive of one another. They share resources. They're always talking to each other. And to me, as a matter of fact, what they're shielded from is more of the, the violence, the drug abuse, the sexual abuse, all of the different problems that we hear of in, in brick and mortar schools today. Awesome. Um, and what reforms would you hope to see in our more traditional education system? I feel like we're behind the still in brick and mortar schools. I, I hope to see teachers who are more empowered, more use of technology. There is digitalization of everything today. So I think there are some movements uh, towards, you know, teaching children to, to learn how to code and learn life skills, presentation skills, negotiation skills, time management skills, financial planning skills. I feel there's a lot more that can be done. I feel like the curriculum can be revisited and make sure that it is effective for what the children are learning. It's also very important that we have a system and teachers or educators that act as a catalyst to help the students realize their full potential, that we play an important role to allow their creativity to flourish. I think we have quite a bit of work to be done in these areas. 
Awesome. And does a child being homeschooled, do you think, affect their ability to then attend post-secondary school? Um, no, I, I don't think so. I have taught homeschooled kids myself, and uh, they usually, the parents and the students keep a record of everything that they do. They, if they choose to do some testing, they do some of those testing. And studies have shown that these students do fantastic when they go to post-secondary, and they apply to the different uh, bursaries and, and scholarships, and they win them. So the short answer to that would be no. Okay. Um, and to finish off, do you have any tips for those unexpectedly homeschooling at the moment? Yeah, I believe it's uh, very important that parents don't stress and to get all the support that they need during this time and to utilize all the different resources that are out there to uh, to help their kids. It can be a bit uh, hectic between working from home and homeschooling at the same time, but there's a lot of resources out there that you can subscribe to. Time is elapsing without achieving certain things on a daily basis. Everything can be caught on uh, in the future. So the main advice is not to stress and not to panic. Try and be as, as flexible as you can. Excellent. Um, and just to go off that a little bit, uh, you were saying there's resources available. Uh, for resources, if anyone after listening to this is interested in learning more about homeschooling, is there anything you would recommend they check out? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I believe that there is a book that is referred to as the Bible of Homeschooling called The Well-Trained Mind, A Guide to Classical Education at Home. And there's another book also called Homeschooling, The Early Years. These are just two resources, and there are a lot of or plenty of resources online today with different worksheets, forums to refer to. And I'm more than happy to personally also answer any questions for any parents who are trying to get into this or have to do this because of COVID-19. Excellent. And thank you again for your time today, Osman. Thank you. Bye. Join us next time as Osman discusses the current challenges facing the auto industry.